intro. Well, hello. Thank you. Welcome to a special episode. We have some students here to talk about student engagement. Yes, um, due to the technical difficulties that we experienced yesterday, we thought that we would um, actually have a redo, but actually make it a redo 2.0. So, Mr. Hillen, how are you doing today? Very well, thank you. How about, all, how about everyone else here? Um, we're great. I have some really special guests. They're from our seventh grade classroom. So if you would just, each of you would um, introduce yourselves um, with your name and um, that will be good. We'll start, we'll start us off. Um, my name is Lydia McKay. Hello. 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 And there's two Emmas. So Emma W, will you introduce yourself? Followed by Emma K and then Millie. And last but not least. I'm Lily Stackhouse. Okay. Thank you, ladies, um, for coming. And um, we just, we were doing our podcast about things that engage student, what they do. And, um, you know, every day on the announcements you hear, be respectful, responsible, engaged. We've been doing for like five weeks now uh, a podcast about engagement in general and what causes people to be in, like involved in their school and their studies and in the class. So um, given the time frame that we have, we don't want to keep you forever because you guys are also trying to get to school. Um, we're, we kind of, we're looking at a few of the big um, areas that uh, people essentially identified as the big factors, the big indicators signs or indicators of engagement. Do you want mm -hmm. to start with the first one, Ms. Livers, and then we can have a quick talk? I do. Um, so the first one that we're going to talk about is it, it when we're when we're thinking about engagement, we're thinking about what does it look like on a student. And so what the report said is that you'll be able to tell that the student is engaged if they are immersed in an activity. So my first question to each of you or anybody that would like to answer, what um, what kind of learning activities do you immerse yourself in? Or what do you find the easiest to get involved in, I guess? Probably interactive activities. Like like what? Can you give an example of one that you remember? Um, what do you say interactive? Like a, like a gim kit or like a... Like a gim kit, kahoot, or like group discussion type things. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, so I was like the same thing as like Lydia, like Gim Kit or like a discussion with like the whole class. Okay. Um and so um and so that makes it easier for you to get swept up in it. It does it also um the, the other uh, factor or indicator that they said is that they will, the students will have voluntary conversations about whatever they're learning about. Um, 
and provide like relevant information about that. So what what that means is that that the students are sparking the conversation. So I see that a lot with you, Emma Kelly, like you'll come in and you'll be like, can you just take a look at this? And um, I think it's right, I'm not sure, but can you just make, you know, cause I worked really hard on it and I just wanna make sure that I'm on the right track. So what kinds of, what kinds of topics in school are you more likely to talk about without the teacher prompting you? Millie, why don't you answer this one? Um, I don't know. What's your favorite subject? Um, Social studies. <laughs> um, it's okay. You don't have to say social studies. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Okay, so we'll we'll come back to you in a minute. Do, okay. Now that the others of you have had some think time, are there are there favorite topics that you just like can't wait to start talking about? I don't really have a favorite, but I do like to do interactive experiences with um, my classmates. So, can you give me an example of one that is great with your with your classmates that you did that you were like, oh, this is this was fun, and you'll probably talk about it after? Yeah, like a couple times we would do like presentations. Okay. Um, we uh, also would do like. Um, like games, like Lydia was saying. Okay. Um, so games, so presentations. Is there anything else that, um, and, and, and okay, well that actually leads us into the other um, indicator, which is, so what, how do you feel when you're able to like deliver a really good presentation or when you're a part of a good discussion in class or you do well in a game, like what are the emotions that you experience? Cause that was another one that we talked about. Um, it makes like you feel proud or like glad that you were able to do well on the project. Okay. How else does it make you feel? For me, it's very nerve-wracking when you're just like sitting there waiting for your grade, but then you think you did good, but you're not sure if you did good. So if you're engaged and it's like, you're kind of like anxious because you hope the grade reflects like the amount of work you put in or so? Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Okay. Does it, does it help build your confidence? Kind of. Yeah, how so? Um, I think she's still thinking. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, is it kind of fun to be the one in charge of like you know, teaching other kids? 
in a presentation, like you mentioned a presentation. So I, but I don't want to put words in your mouth either. Um, yeah, it is kind of fun actually to, yeah. <laughs> Present. So Mr. Holland, what, what other, yeah. um, what other indicators were, would you, did you want to mention? Yeah, I'd almost like to even, you know, for our own purposes too, our own quick sort of unofficial study. Yeah. <laughs> when, when they say respect, respectful, responsible, engaged, what does it mean for you each personally? If someone says, like if you went home and said, some your parents say to you, were you engaged today? You know, not like married obviously, but, but you know, like were, were you engaged in school today? What, what does that mean for you? Or what is that? I guess if you could just explain, if someone says, like Lydia, you were engaged today. What does that mean to you? Yeah, how do you know if you are? Yeah. To me, I know that I'm engaged in school. If I am able to like tell someone what I learned in the class or if I like did notes on certain subject or lesson. Okay. And, and you said that you find activities and games more engaging for you, is that correct? because yeah. I, feel, I feel like if I get to do something more fun and like, not that school's boring, but if I were to do something more fun, I to me, I would have a better chance of remembering it. Mm -hmm. So that makes me want to do it more. Okay. What about Emma Kelly? Um, what that means to me is like, if, like same thing as Lydia said, but if like my parents are like, how is like, what did you like learn in school? I like tell them and then like right. that tells them that like I have like a better understanding of it. Okay, so being engaged is like making sure you're doing your work and and what, and again, okay, no. Sorry, someone was at with my door. So I wanted to, I, I missed that. So go just, ahead. This sounds like just feeling like you're you you know what's happened in class. You know what you understand what's what was being said, right? Is that what it means for you? Okay, Mill. Um, what it means for me is just like when, um, if someone asks you like what you learned in class that day, kind of like what Lydia and Emma said. Just like if you remember what you did in that class that day. Um. It just shows that you were engaged because you were obviously listening. And what makes you more engaged in things? Um, when we do like um, classwork and like a class stuff because um, mm -hmm. it's easier to understand because like there's not only you answering the questions, it's like other people too. Yeah. So you yeah. can hear other people's opinions on what they have to say. And that helps you kind of formulate your opinion about it? Yeah. Is it is it harder to be engaged or why is it harder when you're at home? Um, because you don't, there's not really like, um, I mean, if you need help, you can obviously email the teacher, but like if you, like if you want like friends to help or something that they're not like always there to help you with it. And like, if you're like at school, they can like, you can ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. And your friends, so you rely on your friends as well as your teachers to help you understand things. Mm -hmm. Nice. Emma Will, what makes you um, more engaged or what is engagement to you? 
I feel like engaged it means to me as if after class I'm able to have a conversation about what um about our um lesson that we had in class and I could actually explain it properly then I feel like I would be engaged I'm just laughing because you don't like so when you're explaining it properly do you use like a british accent or what i'm just kidding <laughs> um, <laughs> um so okay uh last little bit here we you know mr herlin and i geek out about like what digital tools to use so what are the most engaging digital tools like that your teachers use that help you learn so we our favorites are go guardian go ahead mr hurl and i will just riff between us what our favorites are so my one is go guardian because i can like hop on a paper and start talking to a kid that way how about you mr Herlin? probably right now probably gim kit gim kit and i haven't used that one yet i like quizzes what else you want them to answer or me yeah now their turn your oh, turn okay. my turn yeah, why not? Well, they're thinking about it. Okay. Um, well, I think Schoology, because you got to have a base, you know, for where everything sits. So. And yes, Gmail. Gmail. Mm -hmm. Gmail, yes. What else, what other digital tools are, make it, make it easier or more fun to learn with? Is it live? I think a lot of the game apps. The maps? No, like um, like Mr. Herlin was saying with GimKit and Kahoot and um, I forgot the other one, but I feel like those are a fun way to like learn, I guess. Yeah. Has any of your teachers used polls yet on Zoom? Because I've been hearing a lot about that, but I haven't tried it yet. Has anybody done that? No. Mr. Roland, have you tried it yet? Um, I've played with it, but no, because it's definitely something that would be, you know, worthwhile. Um, mm -hmm. But it's one of those things where I think so often we're trying to, when we're remote, you're trying to get everybody on and then answer all the tech questions. And then you're trying to race to get to the finish line, you know? And yeah. I think if we weren't in such a race and we had more time, it would be helpful to do more of that. But yes, it is a good thing. It does work well, but unfortunately, I think some of the more fun and engaging things sometimes get sacrificed because of the, the schedule too. Right, yeah. Because we're, we're in, um in the smaller class times, right? Um, do I, I have a question because we were talking about digital, so I want to flip that on its head. Do any of you also miss like paper doing doing poster projects or paper projects, or do you prefer digital now that you've had more practice with it? I actually prefer the paper projects. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, I feel like it. More, um, you get to do more. I feel like 
What's more? Like, I feel like creating posters. Yeah. Like I feel like creating a poster, you get to have more fun with it. Yeah, yeah, because you're more. I think you're more like hands-on, so to say. You know what I mean? Like it's more. I think that's probably why. Yeah. And I find like yeah. like with the ready workbook, I I feel like um, you're writing a lot more in the workbook than like if when kids have turned stuff in on Cami, then a lot of times they're they get frustrated with the technology, so they'll tend to write less. And it's not their best work. Do you do you feel like that's true for you? Yeah. Okay. So if you are gonna teach, so let's practice now that, if you're gonna teach a kid um, and give advice to a younger kid about how to be engaged, what advice would you give them? And we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up there. Millie, what, what would you, what advice would you give them to sh show that they're engaged? Um, just to like, uh, I don't know, just like to um, maybe write down like the stuff in class so you can remember. Okay. What about you, Em? What, Emma Kelly, what, what advice would you give to a younger kid about how to be engaged, more engaged in school? tell my sister um to um like listen to the teacher and like she's little so she can't like write down notes and really pay attention instead of like playing with friends mm -hmm. okay and um emma kelly or emma whalen what advice would you get i would say to um try at least to pay attention to your teacher um even though school may be boring sometimes mm -hmm. um like just pay attention to your teacher yep and try to learn those strategies like you said to to focus yourself you know like like some students like to listen to music you know if they're reading stuff like you know or you know just having those strategies to know what you need to do to stay engaged as much as possible yeah, and I would say, um, remember that it's always a learning process. So we read that speech by um, former President um, Obama, and it was like, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Ask your teacher, because mistakes are sometimes the best forms of engagement, because then you get an opportunity to learn and try it again and persist. And I think it's that persistence um, and, you know, keeping at it, which is what, you know, makes you develop your skills get smarter and and things like that so um wow are we lucky mr herlin or what yeah we're so thankful that you guys were able to make it yeah and, uh, we just want to thank you at the end of our podcast we always say thanks for breaking off a piece of the chalk and then we kind of like wash the chalk dust off our hands today and we're gonna see you all in a little bit so we hope you have a great day and thank you guys Thank you. Have a good day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.